I just remembered something that I've been going to say. If you like our podcast, please support us by giving us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Mm -hmm. Because we have yet to ask or remind our listeners to do this. Yeah, and I don't think we really have any. No. So wherever you listen to it, Spotify, iTunes. We're everywhere. uh, Other places that people (laughs) listen to stuff. Uh, (laughs) Please give us a review. Yeah. And then give us a nice review, yeah, <laughs> if possible, and <laughs> um, to help us grow and to help us reach other people and to give us inspiration to continue. Yeah, <laughs> we need you to subscribe as well because mm. I think we have a lot of people who listen but not subscribed, or yeah. so like yeah, follow us where you can. Yeah, if you subscribe, then you get a little alert when our new episodes mm-hmm. go because occasionally they can be a little bit sporadic. We um, aim for Thursdays, but that doesn't always happen because of life. So, yeah, if you subscribe, you'll get a little notification. Yeah, part of the way we're going to keep this going is trying to keep it as practical around life as possible. Mm. So that's the with the understanding that we're all human. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's 2020 part three. Yeah. The revenge of, I don't know, doom. I don't know <laughs> what we're in. Just the end. <laughs> You know, the time of no money. Yeah. <laughs> the time of more crises than uh, we care to name. Crises. Not to start this off with a negative note. No. <laughs> yeah, so we just need some love. Thank you. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we have, a, when we have an idea, like, of people listening and stuff, it'll just make us feel good. <laughs> and, like, if we get some more followers, like, on the Instagram especially, we can maybe start taking audience suggestions for things. Because that's something we've not really done because it feels weird to be like, we have an audience to ask. Yeah, I think, like, we would love to take this more seriously, but we get stalled because we think that no one's actually listening. So if you're out there, you yeah. need to let us know, basically. You're more than my one friend yeah. who lives in Japan. <laughs> so give us a review, follow us on Instagram, subscribe on our website. All the links for everything are on our bio. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. Let us know we've, you exist. We've got loads of fun ideas, but they're time-consuming. We have busy lives, and we don't want to commit to them unless we know that people are out there. Yeah. Because I feel a lot of pride with this, mm. which is the main thing that's kept it going, <laughs> yeah. is it does make me really happy. Yeah. But then we lose a day of our weekends. Yeah. And again, we don't regret it. We love it. Yeah. Love you guys, if you're there. <laughs> we need to know you're there. <laughs> yeah, just give us some love, so we um, know. <laughs> yeah. So we know this is worth continuing with. Like, I'm Although so, we're going to continue. But. Yeah. Like, I'm always so proud when I tell people about it. I get excited to tell yeah. people about it. And I used to be quite, at first, I used to be quite ashamed of being like, oh, I've got a, bod- a book podcast. It's like, who am I? <laughs> yeah. Who am I to have a book podcast? Yeah. Like, who am I to have an opinion? <laughs> like, I refer to anything I do for the podcast as work mm-hmm. it'd be great if we got to a position where we could actually <laughs> yeah, okay. have money for this <laughs> so yeah. yeah 
That'd be so cool. I mean, just like dream come true to be able to make a living in any respect mm. talking about books. Yeah, I'm sorry, exactly. but that would just be oh peak. Like mm. Mm, I've peaked. That's it. <laughs> so come support our yeah. our dream, please. Yeah, basically. <laughs> All right, so let's do this. On that note, today's kind of doesn't have a proper title for the topic. It's books that were from teen era. We do have slightly different teen eras, but not significantly different. Slash, we read teenage books now. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of things that were big when in like the twenty tens that I didn't read, I have since read as an adult. Mm. I think um, they should be called this episode should just be called the twilight renaissance because <laughs> that is what is happening right now yeah thanks to TikTok. <laughs> i love i just love the fantasy era we're in i love the revival of like books and literature and like reading and like book talk and all that kind of stuff mm. and the the way it's changed because it's put like all the power in the hands of the consumer again mm-hmm. and i love it it's not done by what's trending in the new york times like no. Like, as Tony mentioned two episodes ago, which was our most recent indie releases, mm. so go back and listen to that if you haven't. Tony's, like, a huge fan of dystopian, and she loves that that's starting to come back yeah. around. And that fantasy just itself is coming back yeah. around. Which, <laughs> we did this in our kind of, in my literature degree. Basically, it's usually a sign of the times. Mm-hmm. The worse real life gets, the more escapism yes. literature yeah. you get. When things are good, you get lots of realism. So obviously we're in that kind of, (laughs) surprisingly, in that period where there's lots of escapism literature. Whether you are reading books set in, like, real life or in fantasy worlds. It's very much the same in, I assume, all films, but I only really know, all film genres, but I only really know about horror. Mm. But horror very much reflects what is scaring people at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, sometimes... I watched this really interesting, I don't know if it was a video or a TikTok, that was like about how what appears in dystopian horror novels is actually a fairly good predictor for crises that will happen 10, 15 years down the line. Mm-hmm. It's almost like these authors are picking up on... Like, so like people's George, worst fears kind of thing. Uh, 1984 yeah. was a really good example of a lot of that stuff that was considered so dystopian then isn't actually far outside our reality now. No, no. yeah, exactly. Uh, and Handmaid's Tale... Um, some of the American states for Ooh. women of color in America, that Handmaid's Tale is a lot of that has been has happened their but, life but this like, whole time. You know, like the laws in the flashbacks that are the precursor to where they ended yeah. up. Those laws are currently being implemented, mm-hmm. and it mm. is insane to me. I know. Like you'll be forced that now they're like, regardless of the reason of how you got pregnant, so rape, incest, none of it, none of it. Mm-hmm. There is no reason you're not allowed and then they made it so that the rapist family can sue you yeah not the rapist no, that no. would be too far no, no no but the the family of them can sue you if you terminate a baby that's ridiculous isn't it? and like oh just um, anyway and like we'll go we could rant for too long um uh, some books that i read during like lockdowns and stuff mm-hmm. like the road by cormac mccarthy is that his name i think and They've recently done a TV show about it. Station Eleven by Emily St. John Mandel. Like, they were both about the world after a flu-like virus has wiped Mm -hmm. out. And it's crazy to read them now, knowing that that is... I mean, we've not been wiped out. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. Significant portions of our population yeah. were. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, not to get all negative on you at the start of this, but that's why we're going to go for the nostalgia, a bit of escapism. Let's do books some Twilight love. Renaissance. Yeah. Because <laughs> the Twilight's um, not on your list, I'm, 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 I'm leaving. Of course. Of course. <laughs> so, I've been saving this. I haven't actually told you about this, even privately, like, our own chats. Okay, so... Uh, things have been a bit rough for me lately. I feel like I've been saying that for the last seven months, but whatever. Life. Particularly so right now. And my self-care recently has been Sims. Sims 2. Oh, nice choice. Still got... I've never I've never upgraded. Sims 2 is fab. Like, I wouldn't go... Uh, Sims 4 is trash. There's just too many, just thi- too many things. I really like... It's Sims more 2. complex than Sims 1, but not... Like, I don't have to spend 10 hours on a nose. Like, it's just too much in Sims, Sims 3. Sims 2 is... Um, the best it got yeah. and most people in the community will agree yeah um so my wonderful brother who's very he's quite good at this kind of thing he found a patch so it could work on windows 11 on my computer a windows 10 sorry are we on windows 11 i don't I know don't anyway the current windows um he found a patch so i could keep using the old and i've what, got babe i've got a box full of the old discs i have the complete I've set them, i've got every yeah. single one i never lo- loaded up the apartments one i don't think i think i still need to do that but apart from that i've got everything mm-hmm. So, Sims, watching Twilight, and that is an evening. That sounds like and serious that, self-care. Yeah, and that's also with my noise-cancelling headphones, so, like, block yeah. out my lovely family, <laughs> and just so kind of just, like, disappear. And I, like, yeah. I was like, I've literally, I said to my mum, I was like, literally regressed to the things I used to do at 13 to make myself feel yeah. good. <laughs> I've been playing loads of Sims Yeah. I think it's just like there's a lot of control there. I've got a lot of control over yeah. that, and I can fulfill their dreams. And if I'm annoyed, I can drown them. It's fine. <laughs> it's really hard to drown them in number four, actually. So. Is it? That's annoying. I can burn them in a the house fire. <laughs> you know what? I never went through the phase of murdering them. Oh, I did so all much. the time when yeah. I was a teenager. Yeah, I love that. I used to build like a house with eight rooms and kill them all off in different <laughs> ways. Um, I just they have. I try to give them good lives. <laughs> yeah, I do that as well. Um, mostly right now, I've been like making rooms fired by different fictional characters. Oh, that's cool. I did like a set of Weasley oh, kids. Like I made a bedroom yeah. for each of the Weasley kids and stuff. So um, sometimes you can tell. Basically, I can never be bothered to think of the names of the Sims mm. and the names of their pets. So you can see what I was watching at the time I was oh, making them because they've got names from, from yeah. all the. <laughs> So I have a whole family. I was watching the Vikings. So it's like there's Ragnar, there's Lagatha, <laughs> Lagatha, which always gets declined as a possible baby name. Rude. Oh no. Floki. <sighs> Give me these names. Ragnar, though, that'd be a good Ragnar. One. Ragnar. Or the Sons. Or the Sons. Ragnar. Yeah. Ragnar <laughs> Yeah, and yep. that's been... So I've been re-watching Twilight, like, I'm oh, sorry. So you're just living your best life. But the, but the thing is, the films that they used to make me swoon, I was so into them. I'm so of that uh, era. Yeah, I was a little I bit was, older, so they weren't, like, swoon-worthy for me. Oh, I was obsessed. Mm. Unusually for me. <laughs> like, I got so, so into them. I watched the film, first film first, then when got all the books, got really into the mm. books. Kind of a didn't clock the problematic elements at the time no no didn't clock that i was also basically dating edward who's a dick mm. like he's so controlling like edward's a dick sorry now as an adult he's a dick 
movie Charlie supremacy. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. Not book Charlie. He's actually a bit crap. Yeah. He's a bit... Because someone calls social services. And... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then that's the only way Bella could get away with what she was doing. Yeah. Well, yeah, in YAs, the parents always have to be a bit, bit crap, shit, yeah. don't they? But the films are so funny. Like, mm. it's so funny. Like, you know the, the whole bit when she's like, he's like, say it, say what I am. And she's like, vampire. And he's like, do you think you could outrun me? And he's like throwing a tree. Have you watched them with the director's commentary? No, but I know uh, he just trashes it, doesn't he? I love it so much. Even like the first one, they've got Catherine Hard, Hard, Wickle, Hard, I can't remember, the director there. And he's just basically slagging the whole film off and it's brilliant. (laughs) And like the story that he almost got kicked off it. Yeah. Because he wouldn't be a happy vampire. And they said Edward needs to smile more. And he was like, Edward's sullen. And he bought the book in and then tapped everywhere yeah. where the Edward was sullen. sullen. And yeah. then a stagehand had to then go through and tap everywhere where Edward smiled and was like, if you don't smile, you're losing this job. And he was like, hi! <laughs> <laughs> I just love what a chaotic gremlin he is as a person. Oh my God, the way he behaves in interviews is hilarious. And all the lies he's, he's told in interviews is just so funny. The thing, he's done it since before he was famous. If you oh, go he's back, always he's done always it. done yeah, it. It's just like, even when he person. was like, just in the Harry Potter films, are like, not a big deal, mm. first big gig... Like, he has always done it. Did you see when the... Uh, there's, like, a clip of the Phelps twins talking about Robert Patterson? No. <laughs> just like... Yeah, he was also there. I don't know who's talking about them just being like, yeah, those twins. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're starting with Twilight, obviously. Yeah, we'll just go straight into Twilight. Yeah, yeah, I watched the first film. I was dragged to watch it. I didn't want mm. to watch it. I was like, I don't want to watch a romance. I was in my serious anti-romance oh, yeah. phase. And my boyfriend at the time was like, no, let's go see it because he's obsessed with vampires. Yeah, okay. And his favourite thing. It was thing. the era, though. When I was looking this up, this was the era of vampire mm. fiction. Like, his favourite film series at the time, don't know mm. if it still is now, was Underworld. But I was like, mm. is it because of vampires or is it because of Kate Beckinsale? But anyway, <laughs> um, so he dragged me to see it. Probably regretted it because I literally went and bought the books on the way home from the cinema, <laughs> went to Tesco and bought... Mm. I don't know if they were, they were all out by then, weren't they? Or mm-hmm. at least, yeah. Bought them all in a set from Tesco on the way home. And that was it. Yeah. I read them repeatedly. Uh-huh. We went and saw every film. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. I went with like eight of my friends and all our mums to see uh... the last film and stuff like that. That last film. And I, when the fight scene happened, I was like, oh! And he was like, why are you, you've read the books. What are you like? Yeah, are you, you so dramatic? And I was like, oh! I forgot. In the moment, I forgot that's what happened. I was just like, they're changing it so much. Because <laughs> I was there like, what the fuck? What the this fuck? What so the fuck? so cool. Whatever it is. But I mean, watching it out, it's so funny. All these scenes I used to feel, think were so romantic. I'm just now like, Ugh. I really hate their hair and contact lenses when I watch it now mm-hmm. and they're <laughs> I just hate all the scenes where there's someone's facing the camera in the foreground yeah, someone so facing fine. the camera in the background yeah. and like when would you ever ever Had a have a conversation like to someone's back when, like, when you're when like you? when they're saying I know what you are and you're like say it yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's just all the bits that, like it's some of it's just really skeevy now with like how much he looks down and how young she is and like I've not read Midnight Sun yet but mm. did, does she try to have you read it? 
No, I think I've I have it, but I've not read it yet. I think she tries to justify him stalking Bella when mm. Bella's asleep and stuff, but I just don't think you can. Mm-mm. I still want to read it. I bought it when it first don't came out. Don't try and justify it. Just it. like embrace, yeah, just be embrace. authentic and embrace what you did. Yeah, just embrace what you did. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, there was no way and... that oh, times change. I'm sorry. Watching a girl sleep when she doesn't know you're there is creepy, no matter what time period we're in. Yeah. Does he have to be invited in? No, in not in this world, no. Yeah, so they're not real vampires, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was watching someone on TikTok who has a master's in folkology. Right. And she explains the stories behind certain... Mm. mythical maybe not mythical creatures and like fairies vampires etc etc and she was saying that if you have a doormat that says welcome or whatever that that a vampire can come in with that and i was like that is brilliant and then it made me think Mm. if you've invited a vampire in yeah or if someone invites a vampire into the house right and then they move and you move in can they still come into your house well, no. Well, so in Vampire Diaries and in True Blood, when the deed changes hand, it yeah. hands it changes the who's allowed in. in True Blood, yeah. No, sorry, I just know it's there. Sorry, you got so excited. That that no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's so many books. You can't read them without me. You're so many books, Natalie. <laughs> Um, read it I bought them okay I've still thought it would satisfy you enough I really like the covers that you've got yeah I'm collecting two other editions mm-hmm. and then I'm going to get that so I'll have three editions of Vampire of course of True Blood not Vampire Diaries Vampire one edition Diaries is enough shit you've donated yours I mean they came out during this era the Vampire Diaries books I didn't include them that's purely personal resentment because they were so bad I the couldn't books. even make it past book one I read book two I still have them because I intend on reading I've them I intend them. on hate reading them yeah, yeah I just saw them down in <laughs> your down my donation pile I really want to reread Twilight since I've been re-watching the films I, I think it'd be so interesting to read it as an adult Twilight I've never done it no the first one mm. last year I really enjoyed it I tabbed it and annotated mm. it and I actually really enjoyed going back through with my adult eyes yeah I mean I have read them obviously I've been an adult every time yeah. I've read them but I have very different opinions now me to... too although I never loved Edward no but I think that I kind of just accepted him for what he was when I first read them mm-hmm. and like now I was like hmm now a lot of it sucks yeah. um, a lot of it is not teaching girls because like, I the first time I rewatched them in, as in like a grown up grown up I was with my friend who'd never seen them before. It was during lockdown. And we went and watched them together. And watching him experience them for the first time. And I was like, he's like, this is so dodgy. Like, why are we? Why were they teaching girls this? And I was like, oh, I know, okay. When he's all like, don't make me hurt you. Yeah. And like, he's like, you you know, you got me mad. It's all your fault. You shouldn't have done that. And when she's like so paranoid about upsetting Edward and stuff. And when she apologises for bleeding. Yeah. So the second book mm-hmm. has the beginning where it's just the mums. It breaks my heart. <laughs> you know, when he leaves and it's just literally each day is a month. Yeah. And I really like that scene where the, the camera goes around. I know, it's a bit though. I feel, I feel like it just doesn't teach anyone good things. No, it doesn't. No. But 
that was me with my first breakup. So <laughs> it, it hits me every time. I'm like, oh, I remember that. <laughs> I remember like crying for like a year and my mum was like, get over it. <laughs> yeah. Your first love Move when it on. ends feels like such a big deal. Yeah. And then even worse. Yeah. It, we've tried again twice more <laughs> since then as adults. And then, then I was like, but you're still the same, like, 14-year-old idiot that I dated when we were 14. Why am I bothering? <laughs> oh Sorry if God. you listen to this. I yeah. see you don't. <laughs> Love you. Love you, boo. <laughs> but, yeah. Mm. Yeah, like, it does make me laugh. That it, it might, when I was younger, I used to, Edward used to me as, like, he's so controlling. And I was, like, basically dating Edward. Yeah, and you never... And I, like, never put never two and connection. two together. It's one of those things I'd like to go, <laughs> if I ever met past me, I'd be like, bitch, look. Yeah. Are you, can you, can you see? <laughs> like, and I always loved Jacob. Yep. He was a bit bigger on, like, Bella's choices and things. He was still a bit of an overprotective asshole. Mm. But the whole Renesmee thing. Oh, my God. I mean... The new book she's writing is about Renesmee as Slash Jacob. It needs to start when she's grown and then, like, natural way it becomes romantic. If it starts with her as a kid and her him as her bestie, ick. But someone worked it out that she would be fully grown at seven. That, that's a real ethical dilemma because she's technically seven years old but she's in the body of an adult. And has the, would she have the mind of an adult? How fully developed can you be at seven, like, in life experience? I don't know. He's still going to be, have lived 20-odd years longer than her. It's it's wrong either way. Yeah. It's a bit weird. Mm. What else is on your list? On that note. Oh, I have to ask, back in the day, mm. Team Jacob, Team Edward. <laughs> I mean... I was a little bit too old yeah. to really get into it. Yeah. But Jacob. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I am. Um, I worked at a bakery at the time and I actually gave free food to someone who was wearing a Team Jacob mm. shirt. Like I was <laughs> into it. I used to be really into romances that was like best friend mm. to lover. As you know, I've yeah. mentioned before that I kind of have a soft spot for it. Mm-hmm. So I think Jacob was probably maybe the start of that. I yeah. Know. I don't know. I just, I, I I think it was more the wolves, the wolf thing. Yeah. It done it for me more than vampires. Still to this day, I think it does. Like when um, I see it in fiction. Mm, I mm. generally go for the wolf. Apart from Tree Blood. Oh, I don't know. Alcide. Mm. I'm gonna rewatch. That. But that's just Joe Mangala. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I. But it's hard now because I know of how damaging so it's all been to an actual group of people. Well, I mean, I literally had because that was my example of love. That's mm. literally what I picked as love. Yeah. So mm. no, I was more meaning like. Coletti tribe or how oh now. yeah like the actual tribe yeah they, they kind of like are based on I'm I'm and now I find it really hard because I go out of my way to find indigenous authors mm. that's like the thing that I specifically try to do mm. I try to read indigenous authors and translated works in particular I tend to go for Japanese translated yeah. works and like I don't know I just find it iffy when people who are not indigenous right about indigenous tribes and telling like one of their mm. like integral myths not myths but you know yeah. what I mean like I read what's the correct word for that folk tale yeah I or... guess so 
I don't know. I don't know what the correct word for that is. Sorry. Is it a mythology? <laughs> I don't know because if it's like when it's myth told as your like actual history, I'm sure there's a different word yeah. for it. I read a book last year, a short story, when I did the India for TBR mm-hmm. event in June last mm-hmm. June, and I never did a review on it because it was an indie author I didn't feel comfortable just ripping well not ripping a book but it wouldn't have been a positive review okay so I just decided not to Mm. because it was about a girl from an indigenous tribe who when she got a tattoo it I can't even remember now when she got a tattoo no her mum said to her before she died don't get the ink till you're ready and then it followed like her as a teenager Mm. and then she got to the point where like this ink was calling to her so she went and got a tattoo and when she got the tattoo um it unlocked something in her Mm. that made her some sort of mythical creature and i but it was a white american author who well she was not indigenous and it didn't say anywhere that she'd like researched or whatever yeah, and God, I, just, I was just like someone when the proceeds going to the yeah. people it was based on like the kind of effort you can make if you do yeah. want to write about them of yeah a i think culture that's not your own yeah definitely yeah like i have a <clears throat> whole range of harry potter stuff i want to sell on my shop mm-hmm. and i've been putting it off mm-hmm. i i think i was putting it off maybe till she who shall not be named stop being a dick but that's not happening yeah but i know that if i ever get round to doing it if i feel that i should do it yeah it'll like a percentage of that money will go to a trans charity exactly because i think that's the only way you can do it if you're going to try and make money from Mm. well i mean that's different like if you're trying to make money from like indigenous folks yeah but you know know, yeah it's the same it's the same thing it's like the morally shaky (laughs) shaky ground yeah slash it's not morally shaky it's like because when I first started my Etsy shop, I did have a lot of Harry Potter stuff yeah. on there, and I, I took it all off. And it's like, there's lots of arguments about at what point do you separate the fiction from the author, but then there's so many of the problematic elements, and now you know you can find them in the, the fiction, so... It's written, for instance, with the Harry Potter universe, it's in the writing. Yes, it you is. You can't Now you them. know, you, it's there. Yeah. Or maybe it was ignorance that you didn't see it before, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> Harry Potter is sort of on this list because I guess not so much the books weren't coming out in our te- like the last one might have been in my teen years. Obviously, it was for me. The first yeah. book came out when I was the same age as Harry. Okay, I went through it. Yeah, all. yeah. Mm. But like the films, were, like Harry Potter was still a big thing in the twenty yeah. tens ish oh, era. Certainly. I mean, it's still a big thing now. They're yeah. milking that, and I mean, I don't, I don't blame them. Yeah, it bothers me that they don't just call it the Wizarding World series. Yeah. Like, why is it still Fantastic Beasts? The first film mm-hmm. should have been Fantastic Beasts. should have been Wizarding World, Fantastic yeah. Beasts. Because you've not had cool beasts in it since then, so what's the point? Yeah. And I only watched that one because I freaking love the creatures. <laughs> and then in the second one, they just had Niffler, who is cool. But I yeah. wanted to see all of the creatures. I wanted to see... What about Twig? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Twig in it, okay. I wanted to see... I've not seen them. Eddie Redmayne do the mating dance for the creatures. <laughs> Have you seen the first one? The yeah, I've seen the first one. I want yeah, to see more of him so doing funny. shit like yeah. that. I don't want to see crap about 
some bloody politics in New York and then you're going to replace the actor because you've chosen a weird side between a Johnny Depp and what's her name mm-hmm. just no <laughs> That's, sorry that was my rant <laughs> completely valid <laughs> but now they've got Mads Mikkelsen in it so now I'm, I'm torn because Mads Mikkelsen is my king I don't know I've like it really she who must not be named has really kind of at the moment killed my love for it yeah, I really that can't is the separate problem. it and I'm really struggling with it. Yeah, and because she won't just fucking shut up. No, she she's still worse. going. Is she? Mm-mm. I'm like. Mm-hmm. It's like she thinks if she's just quiet for a few months, she can come back and say something problematic and everyone just be cool with it. No. No. She's like, I mean, on her Twitter, and when, even when she's not saying problematic things, she's retweeting like politicians that like, you're just like, yeah. what? And. Getting like, way too like too many opinions as we've mentioned for just before, an author. Her feminism is very nineties, which is very exclusive of everyone else. Feminism. And she needs to grow with the times or just stop it. Yeah. Yes. Just stop it. And then these people that come out in support and saying <sighs> that's completely valid, look at the where the history and I'm like, no. no. But you can, these ideals have to evolve. Like that's just how it works. When like the twentieth anniversary thing happened I shared a thing on my Instagram stories about how she wasn't invited mm. to take part. And then someone who I used to work with commented and was like, oh, no, I'm really annoyed that she's not taking part. And I was like, no, 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 you misunderstood mm. my stance. It's on purpose. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm approving. And he was like, it's not fair that she can't take part. She created this world just because some trans people were upset. I and I was like, that. Because um, I nearly joined the comments. Yeah. I remember seeing that. Let's break this up. And I sent him so many. I sent him an essay with loads mm. of sources. I was just like, if you actually care, you read mm-hmm. all of these sources I'm attaching, and we can discuss it. Never heard back. Of course you didn't. And I was like, like, that's fine. <laughs> anyway, uh, we won't rant again. No. Oh, take it the way. We've had two feminist rants. Aren't you lucky? Yeah, and we're only oh thirty <laughs> minutes. <laughs> <laughs> We've done two books oh on my, my list in thirty minutes. All right. We'll do the anyway. rest faster. <laughs> um, Okay, so this one I think you might not be able to relate to. I might think this might have been completely the wrong era for you. Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging. I read them. Did you? Yeah. I had oh, all the books. I, I love them. I, I love the film. Two or three. I never watched the film. Oh, the film is still good. Watch it now. Oh, okay. Good. Okay, it's still, it still holds up. It's um, funny. I think I read two or three. Yeah. I read, I read all of them. I had all um, of them. I don't know why, when I got rid of them or why. That was probably like around about the time I was really binging Jacqueline Wilson as well. Yeah. Which we we had a... We I mean, who who has been hands up if you were scarred in your childhood by Jacqueline Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, that was a laughter because that was masking the fact that she scarred. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shut. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I got really into Jacqueline Wilson. Mm, I had them all. Yeah, me too. Uh-huh. I wish I still had them. I could pass them down and scar the next generation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just parents giving you this like it was fine. It's not fine. No, no. <laughs> I'm just going to cross off it's the ones It's because they done. had um, a cute illustrated cover. And that's what is annoying me about smutty romance now. Because you've got Why, a cute uh, illustrated cover. Too... And I don't realise it's going to be smutty. <laughs> Just stop it. <laughs> <laughs> this one I thought you'd like. It was on a list, mm-hmm. sort of more 2000s ish than 2010s. Mm-hmm. Goosebumps. 
Ah, I'm trying to collect the original covers. Listeners, if you have some original covers that you don't want, please reach out. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I thought, love Goosebumps. Did you like them when you were younger? I love them now. Yeah. Although now I notice all of the problematic things. I think it's just a blanket, anything from this era. The author is extremely fat phobic, and I never picked up on that as a child because I probably wasn't aware of it as a mm. child. But I really want to get them all, all 64, and read them in a month. I would love to do it in Halloween or something. Yeah. That'd be so much fun. Yeah. I don't remember the book so much. I remember the Did TV show, it? yeah. Did Was your favourite episode the one with the mask? Because that was the best one. I think it was on the channels we didn't have. Oh. So I think I watched it quite kind of here and there. Um, I have very vague memories of it. I remember one of the stories that really freaked me out was it came from Beneath the Sink, which is about a sponge that came to life. Um, <laughs> I remember the one where they got turned into dogs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I had this collection um, that was like all of the camping ones in a in a book together, in an omnibus. Yeah. And you opened it up and it had a little torch so you could read it under your blanket at night. Oh, oh I loved it. <laughs> Have you watched the films Fear Street? No. Because that is the same author from his... He had a collection called Fear Street, which was for a more adult audience okay. than... Okay. Not adult, but an older audience than Goosebumps. And that that's a really good trilogy on Netflix. Strongly recommend. Okay. Watch it, everyone. <laughs> do it. Do it now. <laughs> okay. And then I've got... So this one, I think, is a bit too young for both of us, but I put it because it came up on quite a few lists from the 2010s era. Mm. Uh, to All the Boys I've Loved Before. I read that last year. I've never read them, but I really liked the films, actually. The films really do the books justice. Yeah, I've heard the that. The films are beautiful. And the... Not so much... The first one was the best one. Okay. The first one is the only one with a female director. Okay. I think you can see that. Like, female gaze kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 Yep. The books are so fun. I want, yeah. a, I want a copy of them. They're yeah, so I think so they're fun. in my wish list. Yeah. yeah. So I thought put that in because it was it was it's like one of those lists that like the 2010s teens got obsessed with, which I think I was a bit too young, too yeah. old for at that point. Yeah, but kept it. In I literally cause... just read them because I watched the first film and loved the first film. The kind of when I did the research for this, I did a lot of googling, and anything I saw in multiple lists end up on my list. Yeah, because some of these are very like one-sided and biased. So I was and like, if I see you on multiple any lists, yeah, that are not on mm-hmm. your list, I'll add them yep. at the end. Alright, so these are the big ones, I think, besides what we've already covered. Hunger Games. I was waiting for you to say it, yeah. Hunger Games, that's... Oh, I did write the authors and I've not been saying them. Oh, no, the authors of Suzanne things. Collins is the author of Hunger Games. Oh, I love them. Um, I get an, again, I've gone into really detail into about them. Hunger Games I have in the before. past, yeah. Yeah, I really want to rewatch them. I was thinking that recently. Mm-hmm. That is a series that I would quite like to pass on to my son. Yes. And, like... The things they change in the films, I'm not too mad about because they made sense for a film genre. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They change things that only nerds like us would care about. Yeah, and um, I like how passionately we both disagree with each other about the ending. Of... <laughs> games. Yeah, you don't like her being married off with kids. No. I think it makes sense. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. And I, I remember... Hunger Games on Tumblr. Tumblr mm. era. Ooh, that was a scary place to go because there was some serious racism coming out of the oh, woodwork no. when the casting oh. was revealed. But then, but they... That's, like, true to the books, though. 
people just ignore that when they read it. But it's true. To, it's like it's yeah. in the book. Well, they read it and they will just skip over that description of a character because they just in their heads everyone's white. Because like, like everyone's really angry about Rue, and it's like Rue is Rue is how she's described in the book. Yeah. yeah, not just that. So what Suzanne Collins tried to do was base Panama, like the the geography of Panama and the districts, kind of on American history. So the districts which were more had more black characters in them would have been states that were black characters, and also those characters are treated worse. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're yeah, doing like they certain go, yeah. agricultural things. It's like she did try yeah. to stay true to the American history that this dystopian world dis- like ex- descended from. Yeah, we yeah. never kind of know the time period or anything like that, but it's very heavily hinted it was America in a former life. Like it's never exactly said, but that's a lot of the clues she's led left. Oh, I always assumed it was a future. America. Yeah, so I mean, it's a future yeah, America, yeah. but like a dystopian, like how they ended up yeah, there. Just like but right she now. does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I did. See, I think I mentioned this before that with the tweet that was like London, um, Paris Fashion Week was basically the Hunger Games capital. Yeah, I and, saw that. Yeah, and the costumes. The, I mean, the way the wealth disparity is going and all of that, like it's it's becoming, yeah, scary. It's depressing. Like. Especially when you watch things like Black Mirror, I think I equate Hunger Games to like almost like a Black Mirror episode yeah. of like you're like it's just, just a hair's breadth it's from reality that it could happen. Too uncomfortably close to our yeah. reality. Yeah, yeah. Because mm. she, this was around like the era of all these game shows where like I'm sorry, get me out of here. And, or, like, but the other ones that cropped up around this time was people put in like humiliating situations where we all just sit there and watch it. I've never been able to watch those kind of things. No, like I, I recently found out that that Naked Attraction show mm. is on TV in the UK. Yeah, yeah, there is a UK version. Yeah. What? Yeah. No, I don't know, but yeah, what? Yeah, it's like um, and that's like Battle that's Royale. like a Black Mirror episode. Like, sorry, like Battle Royale. Have you ever seen no. or read that? Oh, fantastic. But that's um about a group of. Japanese I'm going to say um, I've not watched it for a while the Japanese school children who are put on an island together and yeah. they have to only one yeah. can survive and that's a TV show mm-hmm. yeah where it was like I don't know there was some oh because loads of people compared it to Hunger Games mm-hmm. when Hunger Games came out but like there was there was someone actually did some real research like could Lord of the Flies actually happen oh, in I real life and there's yeah. been loads of proof that actually that doesn't happen people mm. just end up working together like you might have one or two deaths and then everyone kind of comes together because you have to rely on people like mm. our natural instinct as a, as a human race is yeah a village and I think a part of where we're heading into like almost dystopia now is the lack of community and village in the way life is right now like people build really big communities but they're not physical they're like no, online, the online ones, spaces which is nothing wrong with that but it does mean that if you were ever in a situation where there was like no internet mm-hmm. and you had to survive who would you turn to and it's that lack of communities and there's no extra pair of helping hands mm-hmm. like there would have been the community of mother, other mothers around you who would be you'd passing kids between you yeah. so now you're all in your separate houses yeah and there's nothing and wrong with that every mum's got ptsd yeah <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah. Whereas all the mums used to hang out all day together, do like obviously when the majority of the chores were on the women, they'd all be sitting doing the washing together. Way yeah. to be honest. But like, we you all know, know how heterosexual 
relationships work. You'd be doing the washing together. One person would be with the kids. The other person would be doing the chores, and you'd just share the chores. Yeah. And, and if one of you had to go and check in on your parents because they were ill mm. and old, your kid would be looked after by other mums and blah blah blah. And you could just do that, and no one's saying you're a bad mum for having done that. Me and my son, so my son's got a little friend, mm-hmm. obviously he's got a few friends, but one of the friends, me and her mum have said, if you want an evening to yourself, mm. we'll, yeah. I'll, I'll look after your little one and you look after I think it's just, it's harder to get now. Mm-hmm. Like it's definitely something a bit more special when you get it. Yeah. From what I've heard anyway, obviously not being a parent myself, no, got, but just that I live in a world where there is lack of community for me, mm-hmm. as like a person working from home who's single. <laughs> Whose friends are all working from home, or you have a community of pets? I do. That are not yours. And plants. And plants. Yeah, you have your plants. <laughs> I saw something online that was like, "Plant girls have become the new cat lady." Cause yeah. We can't afford cats anymore, and I was like, you know what? That's, That's so true. Fucking That's fair. Sadly true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, we're being very. I feel like we're being very down on the dumps today. We're trying. <laughs> Have you got Divergent? Though? Yeah, that's literally yeah. next on my list. Divergent. Never read it. Veronica Roth. I, I really think, like the books. I think the time's passed. I think I just won't get out of it what I would have. Yeah. I didn't read them until I was in uni, so I would have been like 18, like what, 1920 ish? Because mm. it was my second year of uni, so 1920 ish. In age, not time period. I'm <laughs> a little bit older than that. Yeah. So old. <laughs> Why am I even friends with you? Ew. Yeah, thinking <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just feel like my. I think I missed a boat on it. I don't know. I think they're not too angsty teenager. Like, I think you could enjoy them. <laughs> this doesn't remind me of a conversation I have with my dad. Like, why do they put much, so much angst in these films, like with Hunger Games? Why is there so much angst? And I was like, she went into an arena full of children and then watched them all get murdered, Dad. I feel like you'd have some angst too. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and in the second one, you see how it's... Well, you don't yeah. see it in the film so much, but in the book, you see how oh it's fucking like, like, poor Finnick. It's the first one, you know, where they breed those mutts that chase oh, them at the yeah, end and yeah. they have the faces of the people that have died and she's got a monster with Rue's faces trying to eat her and stuff. And it's just yeah, the books are so much more fucked up than the films. The the, the, mong- the mongrel things, the capital breeds, the genetic uh, yeah, like they're so horrible. Like I don't think the films did them justice. A little bit in the tunnels, but they're still not as creepy as they are in the books. No, I think they um played down the films a bit so they could have a lower age rating yeah. probably. Yeah, which I think was a mistake for some of them. Mm. Like, yeah. And the fact they never made the last Divergent film upsets me so much. Anyway. <laughs> so this one I know you haven't read. Okay. And I didn't read as a teenager, but I have since read Shatter Me. Yeah. Came up on lots of these lists. Tahiri Mathy. Because you've given me the discussion and um, the details of it. Mm-hmm. I have been intrigued. It's just about... 20,000 books so many (laughs) they're very easy reading though I will Mm. say I got through them very quickly so so Shatter Me is kind of set in a dystopian world where this kind of empire has taken over and controls everything and our main character Juliet has been kind of imprisoned and isolated because she has a power in her skin if she touches someone they basically die my marvel power yeah Mm -hmm a good classic because then she's touched up and the, she's been imprisoned alone and her mental health is just she's not alright and 
it kind of starts out with them as an experiment to manipulate her. They introduce someone, a soldier in, that she yeah. doesn't know is a soldier, is a fellow prisoner. But he falls in love with her, they escape, hijinks happened, then he turns out to be a very controlling dickhead. She then falls in love with someone new, who is the baddie originally, but turns out he's not so bad. And they are always on book couple lists as mm. ultimate book couple. Juliet and Warner, to be fair, because like, he calls her love, and... <gasps> like favourite yeah like Feyre darling and I'm a sucker for it and when he starts to help her unravel all the ways she's been manipulated and all the ways that the first love interest allows her to stay manipulated yeah because that one he doesn't try to unravel where her reality has been distorted by what's happened to her with the torture and stuff and like Warner does try to do that and he he like is the only one who tries to help her I think apart from her bestie who comes along later but like that, at uh, the period where he he starts to help her, even though he's imprisoned at that point, he's like the prisoner of where she she escapes to a group of rebels, and then they imprison Warner with the rebels, and then she goes to visit him because he'll only talk to her. It's another excellent trope, of course. <laughs> but like, they don't get together, get together until like what she thinks the bad things he did, which turns out he didn't do any of the bad things. It was her like distorted reality. They don't get together till after that's happened. It's great. It's really intense, like passionate. I liked him. There's I've got some um, story I've that got goes book on. Stickers of them in my shop. Yeah, I saw that because <laughs> they are beautiful. I'm going to do the novellas next mm-hmm. as a separate set because mm-hmm. otherwise I would have had to wait. Yeah, they are worth reading. The novellas they do add to the story. You get different point of views. Yeah, but yeah, no. Um, I could... remember seeing them in the library maybe mm. but I just didn't and I've always picked up the covers but I never wandered enough to read them yeah so that, I think they're a good read there's, there's probably some problematic elements in there but again don't have to well, take it too seriously time. like it's not it's not harmful enough for me to be like we're on morally shakily ground it's like just go into it with, with knowing yeah and they try to acknowledge it later obviously as time goes on and the author develops they try they should try this one came up on loads of lists. Apparently, it was a big thing at the time. Perks of being a wallflower. Lots of trigger warnings with that one. Mm-hmm. Well, suicide, as you mentioned. Suicide, sexual assault, grooming, grooming, rape, rape, and then abuse of LGBT characters. I think that's everything. Probably some more. Yeah. <laughs> but there is a good book. I read it after the film. Same. I'd never mm-hmm. heard of it before. Me too. I watched the film because it had Emma Watson in it. <laughs> I cried. Yep. I read the book. It fucked me up in the all kind of is, good ways. <clears throat> the book is the film is good, but the book is heartbreaking in the best way as well. Like excellent writing. It is heartbreaking. The film and the book absolutely destroy me. Yep. I'm like I I if I, I that's when I watch if I want to cry. <laughs> That's the one I watch if I want to delve into parts of my brain that I have blocked off. <laughs> yes. yes. But, yeah, fabulous. Um, yeah. I think that that's an important read for young people mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, and it's, so with... I'll give a brief synopsis, I guess. So we've got... I don't really do it with the rest. <laughs> yeah, I feel like... This, I yeah, because like it's like... It's, What's, I don't know what's well known that's why I did it with Shasami because I was like that's not well known yeah that's true yeah so do it with this one basically our main character is Charlie he's just come out of a mental institution you kind of know he's had a breakdown you don't really know what happened 
um, you know he lost his best friend to suicide. And then Charlie starts to make a new group of friends at school. These two quite quirky kids, one girl, one boy. They're stepbrother and sister, but they're not related. Like, no blood relation. Mm. They don't share a parent. And their parents are kind of naff. And they both have got things going on. One of them is gay, dating a jock who's in the closet still. Mm. And it's just kind of they're kind of growing up together and us piecing together what's happened to Charlie as he grows closer to the girl it brings flashbacks to things that he had kind of buried but then was the answer to a lot of his current mental health problems and the film kind of follows that as it happens and it does do the flashbacks really well I felt like when he starts to realise it's like really full of like 80s nostalgia um, especially with the Rocky Horror Picture Mm -hmm. Show which was a big part in it yeah the flashbacks are done well yeah and then in the, in the narration because it's done it's almost like stream of consciousness of like what Charlie's thinking you start to it's like a diary yeah like the book the physical book yeah the book is a diary isn't it so it's like but it's almost like his thoughts yeah, as they happen yeah as things exactly happen. so it's not like it, it's, ha- it's what he's thinking at the time yeah and it's like as his disordered thinking starts to happen mm. you kind of end up on that like you know heading towards disaster and you know you're heading towards disaster because you can feel the way yeah yeah, his thoughts are spiraling out of control and you're with him that whole time oh it's so good yeah yeah it's very it's very good but i'll just (laughs) caveat just just with those those things going into it like now i try to say these things yeah (laughs) so going into a bit more (laughs) light-hearted you've never read these and i really there's so many books but i really want you to at least read one of them one day house of night novels I've told you about this. Yeah, they're the ones. They sound fun. They're the ones. Oh, so they've got black covers. There's always like twiny, tattoo-y yeah. things going across them. There's always like a, a woman half in shadow who's got twiny tattoos going down her. Um, it comes up in like my Goodreads recommended. So it must be related to a lot of books I read. <laughs> you know what? It's so, so tacky and cheesy. But it's just like it's the, good. In it's the best so way. much fun. Mm. It's so fun. It's so fucking problematic. Mm. Like some of it, like the way the speech of the there's one main character who is black, and the way her speech is written, while being potentially quite authentic, it just feels gives me it's the ick, bad. and I don't know why. Yeah. It's it's not well done. I don't feel it feels like it's not been done. And then she has like a, a right. white best friend who speaks the same way. Because they're meant to be like besties and like there's like this whole they pretend they're twins and things even though one's black one's white, and then she copies the way her black friends speak. Which again, if you've grown up in an area where it's, it's quite fine. mixed, yeah. you might have done that. But she did not. Mm. She's quite a privileged white girl. Oh no, that's not right. And but the main the main character she is part Cherokee, um, indigenous Sounds of like a tribe. Full of pro- problematic stuff. So I think but you have good memories of it, don't you? That's the thing. I think the the author, you're aware of it, but the author did do her research. I know that much. I've read something about it, like, but don't quote me on it. If I'm wrong, I'm very sorry. She has like a grandma who is very heavily into the traditions and passes them down. So it's and that she is she does look mixed. We haven't got like a white character who's doing these things, and that connection to the earth is part of what makes Zoe so powerful. So. But then she does a lot of myths that are absolutely nothing to do with the tribe to explain things that are happening and she co-ops them and it's never like a named tribe, she's always says Cherokee and like, so, hmm. 
potentially some issues, but I've never heard them spoken about online with anything but nostalgia. Yeah. Because, like, they are so obviously shit. Yeah. It's not trying to take itself too seriously. <laughs> so I'm not trying to justify it. But let, just, like, we acknowledge it these things. It summed up your... Are, it moulded your childhood. <laughs> moulded your teenage life. Yeah. I started reading them as a teenager, dropped out of them, came back to realise there was, like, 15 books or something stupid. There's so many. Mm. And then... Um, it was when I was so about twenty eighteen ish. I reread all of them. No, way. from start to recently? finish. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I got. I bought all of them on Amazon, like secondhand. Read all of them. Oh my god. <laughs> is it fun? They're so much fun. They're so tacky. There is like kind of reverse horror, but no sex scenes. In this world, obviously, humans find blood sharing turn a turn on so there's all that kind of stuff that's just that's just fact at this point Zoe's like mysteriously powerful she's like chosen by the earth goddess who's like a moon goddess called Nynx and the baddie is so shit and that's what we love because it's just like this injured woman like like (laughs) hell hath no wrath kind of woman and it's just like she's mad about like what you were mad about she's mad about something from a thousand years ago and she just <laughs> she hates this 16 year old girl because of reasons love it because <laughs> she's blessed by the moon yeah. goddess and all this kind okay, of stuff that does sound fun um that sounds like it would it'd be like the kind of guilty pleasure films you'd watch yeah and it drags out this shitty baddie for 10 books oh my god and it's just like you didn't need to let this she's such a crap baddie oh. <laughs> and at one point we like a god comes back and like he likes this 16 year old child for because she has the soul of his original love interest <laughs> and that's why she's so powerful and <laughs> I, it sounds like one of those series that you would just have to be like look it's entirely wrong it's just fun <laughs> <There's>, um, <laughs> so um in this world the so the you get kind of you it's in your blood you you basically become a vampire you just start to transform into a vampire and once you start your transition you must be around adult vampires or you die because I don't know reasons reasons uh, but you don't start needing to drink blood until you're like several years into the transition, tr- transition which is like the school years are done by so well, however old you're if you're 16 you start the transition or if you're 13 you all end up in the first year together okay 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 um, and you're like picked by hunters so the humans are aware vampires exist in this world and like lots of vampires are like TV stars and stuff like that because mm. obviously the prettiest like attractive people in the world are vampires and so they really like cats like cats and vampires have like an affinity in this so they all have like then the cat chooses you so there's lots of fun crap with that. In my first ever book that I wrote, no, second book I wrote, that I had vampires with cats. Yeah. Really is. Yeah. But the thing is... They just do well together. Yeah. <laughs> what that reminded me of what makes these books fun, there's like stuff like, there's a nunnery that runs a cat shelter, um, <laughs> and the nuns help the vampire children. <laughs> Um, and give them sanctuary at one point and all sorts of like crap but it's just like nuns who swear as well and like (laughs) they're cool they're not like other nuns nuns. they're cool nuns and because Zoe is obviously not Christian Mm. she follows like the same like traditions as her grandma because her grandma's passed them down and then it's her being like 
oh sorry to the nuns and the nuns being like you do you yeah used to say your ninx isn't mother mary like we're fine yeah. like if any real real religious people exactly mm. and like there are there are lgbtq characters so it tries <laughs> doesn't do a good job yeah. it's just fun yeah mm. they're just don't expect anything world uh-huh. class uh huh. That's mm. PC and Kristen cast, and then later it's just PC who writes. I don't know what Kristen did. There's a mother and daughter duo writing, and apparently it was the daughter that gave a lot of the slang terms that are used. But she does like she refers oh. to hair on white or people of color, but she refers to it as nappy, and so there's like little words like that that now we know no. So mm. pinch of salt. Mhm. Mhm. I haven't ever read these. Evernight series, Claudia Gray. No. Seen mm. them. Yeah. Never read them. It's another vampire one from the height of the vampire days. Mm. I would go into what they're about, but we are running a bit long. Yeah, I was only really into like Twilight and True Blood, I think, vampire y. Mm hmm. Yeah. There's like Vampire Academy is of this era. Have you watched the film? No. Watch it. It's on Netflix. It's only about an hour. Okay. It's easy watching. It's just fun. It's just silly fun. Good vibes. Just watch it. Okay. It has convinced me that I would enjoy the books. So Mm. I do have the books on my wish list. I don't know if that has. They probably. I mean, they're vampire fiction from the 2000s. Probably has problematic elements, but it's all good. But that'll be fun. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But so this Vampire Academy is like was on so many of these lists. And there's like six of them, but no. the the film's not bad. The film's an hour, probably, bit of harmless fun. Probably came out a bit. I was a bit too old for them. I think probably. I don't remember ever remembering them. No, remembering them. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> remember them. Remember them. But I did. I would have enjoyed them. I reckon. Mm-hmm. So this is from this era, but I never read them. Then is Mortal Instruments, Cassandra Clare. Yeah, I've not read them. And then Clockwork Prince and all yeah. them. I am intrigued. I want to read them. Yeah. Mm. So again, Water Instruments is peak in this whole era. And you definitely see how the like time changes in the way yeah. it's written, like the influence. Like, yeah, yeah. But I didn't realise how long she's been going mm. for. Like they've been going for like fucking ages. So I didn't know that. That's pretty impressive. But they were pretty big in the late two thousands, <sighs> early twenty tens. Mm. Very sophisticated research. <laughs> At one AM. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I came home from my plans last night. I was like, I'm going to get this stuff done. I'm going to bed early. I watched TikTok till midnight and yeah. then I started doing my prep for yeah, the podcast. So, but I still right. did the prep and that's what counts. I was like, you're not allowed to go to bed until you do this, Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> the Fault in Our Stars came up on a lot of these lists. I haven't read it. I have read it. I haven't seen the film. Heartbreaking. The film is I, good, I, I know that the book. John Green just wants to hurt me, so mm-hmm. I just don't go near him I think we have an episode from the early days of um, who hurt you and, and why was, was it John Green, Green? Yeah. yeah so I have gone on about this quite a lot in the past but yeah and that started an era of mm. ill romance like yeah um, terminally ill girl, that yeah. one yeah I've read that book actually I haven't read that that's alright not great but not bad <laughs> I thought Fortnite Elves was quite good. It's very sad. I mean, we cry a lot. Mm, that's um, what it's meant to do, isn't it? I have never been able to reread it. Mm, that says a lot. <laughs> um, okay. Percy Jackson. Rick Rory, Reordian. Reord- How do I say that? Rick Rory. Reordian. Reordian. 
with the casting news and TikTok going crazy. Yes, TikTok has gone insane about I the cast. I have the same set that you have. Yeah. So I will be reading it. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's now yeah. been bumped up because I, w- I would want to see how everyone is excited about yeah. this TV yeah, show. Yeah, Oh, is it TV? Yeah, okay. So okay. Yes. Watching everyone get so excited about a age-appropriate actor and how mm. he's perfect. I've got the books. I need to read them. I've seen so many Tumblr memes about Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thieves in the whole series, mm. and then the Gods of Olympus that comes yeah, after it. Yeah. Then, There's like three series. I didn't even know that as well. And Magnus Chase or something like that is just a trilogy. Yeah. I went to go and buy them, and I suddenly realised how many there were. So yeah, I was like, no. just buy I the first ones. I picked that one up from um, the works, the same yeah. one you've got. Which yeah, is I, that was an Amazon, I think, well instead. But mm. it was quite cheap on Amazon at the time. So I was like, okay. So. Yes, I will be reading them because I want to join in with the, they're, the they're excitement, quite funny the hype. As well. Yeah, yeah, and that's why they're like so excited about the kid they picked because he's like the one. He's that, a big fan as well. Not just that, like he's where he's big fan of Deadpool and like when he did the Adam project, like he's like swears a lot and stuff. And they're like, this <coughs> is Percy Jackson. Like, oh, so apparently they're quite funny. I want to feel that vibe. So, you you know who Percy Jackson's dad is? No. Do you? Oh, okay. Don't worry then. No. Because yeah. it is a mystery oh, throughout. Spoiler. It's a okay. mystery throughout the books, but Rick Royden, Roy, 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 Roy. Um, <laughs> like, didn't really think it through, and he was originally going to call the first book the son of, and everyone was like, "Isn't that but a that's mystery?" And he was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> um. So I didn't know how early Shadow and Bone came out. Shadow and Bone was twenty twelve. I was wondering if that would be on your list. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. I had no idea. It was like the twenty tens. No, me neither. So not quite our teen era, but it was a for a lot of people teen. Yeah. teen. It was a big deal. Probably why people were so hyped about oh. the series. The series coming out. I mean, I was hyped about the series coming out. There's nothing I read as a grown up. Oh. So a few of these do stand up as being read as a grown up. Yeah. Here's Dark Materials. They were still coming out in the two, yes. late two thousands, early twenty tens. That was my I thought you yeah. yeah. Yeah, love and as I said, I am collecting the illustrated yep. books right now. I do have the set somewhere in there. Mm. Love his dark material. Mm-hmm. I obviously the film's trash. The TV show is great. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I need to catch up on the TV show because mm. yeah, right, my family kept irritating me mm-hmm. while I was watching it. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I love that. It's just. It holds up. I've I've reread it so many times, yep. and it holds up. Yep. It really does. Mm-hmm. The ending did annoy me, but I also understand it. Mm. So it's one of those ones of like, I get why you've done this, yeah. but I'm mad about it. I'm mad at you. I've not started the new trilogy. No, neither have I. No, I've, I've got heard one. So I'm, um, there's a a, a booktuber I follow mm. who is huge fan of his dark materials and was very upset with the first book of okay. the trilogy. So it kind of put me up a little bit. So next on my list is Beautiful Creatures by another vampire one. Oh try I can't even read that name. So cat Um Yep. <laughs> that's that's a word, right? Yep, 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 that's the one. Cat um, Carrie something. No. I'm not even sure that says Carrie. I <laughs> Kerry? Kerry? Carrie? Got Grant? No, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I can picture the covers. Never yeah. had an interest in reading it. Never there is them. a film. It's not bad. Mm. I don't know if people are mad about the film. I don't know. I didn't, you know. It is what it is. Yeah, but apparently they, they were on quite a few of these lists. So that's mm. why it made it on here. 
Maze Runner. I have talked a lot about how much I, I love these. This is going to be I didn't read them yeah. as a teenager either. This is read as an adult. <laughs> and it holds up. Yeah, I like them. Mm. The people infected with the flare virus are way creepier than they are in the books. In the films, sorry. But the films, for the most part, what they changed is understandable. So I'm not too mad about it, but I know some, some people are. So, Did they do five films? No, so you can see there oh, prequel, the prequel books. Book so Maze Runner, Scorch Trials, and The Death Cure are the original trilogy, and then you can see the two prequels. Okay, so is there a film for each of those three? Yes. Okay. Okay, cool. And the ending was the right, it was set, the ending the book has, so they met up in the end okay. with what they changed. So they're, they're a good read, um, but I didn't read them as a teenager, so I don't know what the vibes were. Um... Wheel of Time, Tamara Pierce. This was actually one of the few submitted on our Instagram. I... Wait, by who? Tamara Pierce or Tamara Pierce? I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Oh. Tamara, Tamara. Or is that a character from it? I don't know. I've got Wheel of Time by Robert George. Uh, Potentially it's just me writing it down wrong. I've always intended to read this series. I have Mm -hmm. the first one. Isn't it now like, a TV series that's meant to be quite good? Yes, it's like a 15-book series, and they are huge, and it's an epic fantasy, and it is one I really want to read. Author Robert Jordan. <laughs> I really didn't do pay much attention there. Yeah, that must be a character in it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they are high on my list. Mm-hmm. I'm scared because they're so big. There's so many I'm of them. I'm scared. Yeah. I've just picked up now. the first one a couple of times and people who read it and love it do say that there is a part that's like hard to get through because of how old they are okay I do intend on reading them apparently the TV series is good my friend has watched it mm. he's not obviously read the books I but... want to read the books first yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, but apparently these were a big deal at one point yeah I can imagine um I follow a lot of booktubers that are obsessed with the series, so I've watched a lot of deep dives into the series. Yeah, uh, and apparently, Red Queen Victoria Abbey Everard that oh. had a big thing when it first came I out. Her on TikTok, she's fun. Isn't yeah, she? she's funny on yeah. TikTok. I have a couple of her books. I've not read them. Of, you know, I've not read anything sure. by her. I would like to. Yeah. Mm. So she's another big one. Yeah. And then this got turned into a film that I've not seen, but it has the girl who plays Rue from Hunger Games is in as okay. the main actress, Darkest Minds. Mm, never heard of that. They what have like books. There's like four of them. I have them. They're like buried in the back there. They've got like black covers. Black are they covers. They from that era. <laughs> black covers. They have symbols on them that are like bright yellow and are like kind of cave drawingy, druidy looking mm. symbols. And from the clips I've seen on TikTok lately, for some reason TikTok keeps sending it to me, and I don't know why. Um, there's like different types of powers because like the main character has red power, and that's bad. Oh, so it seems like all those really bad POVs on TikTok, you know, like the POV talk. Yeah, like, you get given a color when you turn seventeen, and I got purple. What's that mean? No one's ever had purple before. You better hide it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you're like it. I love it. you know a divergent you know <laughs> um, <sighs> it's just the same thing so apparently that's a really good read mm, interesting. but it's like magical dystopian vibes I've always meant to read them and I've always meant to watch the film 
So, and I really like the actress that's in it because she's the same actress that's in like she's in she's Rue from Hunger Games, but she also did The Hate You Give as well oh, and things like that. That actress whose hmm. name I cannot remember for the life of me. All right, I think so, we're nearly there. Oh, uh, you've got some more. No, we're good. And then just for me, special mention. No one else was obsessed with it. Appleton. I was going to say that on that list. Yeah, yes. but I had to separate it because I think it's a me thing, mm. or it's an Australia specific thing because he's an Australian author. Before you started talking to me about it, I had another friend who's been nagging me to read them for twenty years. Yep, <laughs> maybe not that long. I um, found them in the like, library. When you told me about yeah. it, I actually already had the first book because mm. she told me to buy it, mm-hmm. and I bought it and never got around. Neither to it. of us have ever led you astray. Why don't you trust us? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, great series. Yeah, I love it. I wish I'd read it when I was younger because I think I would have really invested I really my love, life. Into I really, it. I've talked about this before. So for anyone who has been listening since the beginning of the podcast, I apologise. Mm. Liriel really related to her when I was a teenager. Who do I think I am? But yeah, I really, really related to her as a teenager. And the talking dog. <laughs> um, if you want to give him a try and like audio books. I fully recommend the audio by yeah. Tim Curry. Yeah. They're brilliant. It's good. Garth Nix is the author of the yeah, books. Garth. So that was my honourable mention. And he's mention. still got books coming out mm-hmm. for the series. My one that I would add to the list yeah. is Artemis Fowl. That <gasps> oh was my, my teenage series. I love them. I can't believe I forgot them. Yeah, that was my teenage series. I'm really, dis- I'm really, really upset that I no longer have them. Mm. I had all the original covers. And they got given away, and I'm very distraught about that because I don't like the new covers. I have them somewhere. I suspect they want they're hidden by the plants. Mm. That's where they live. Great. Yep. Great. And now there's like a new one, which is like Artemis. The twins. The twins. Yeah. yeah. And my personal one. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's why I didn't put it on my list because I knew it would be your add-on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are you thinking? It's the. Ed- yeah, yeah, like, uh, the Edgewood the, Chronicles. The Edge yeah. Chronicles. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was my my life. I knew you did it from the moment I first read it. Yep. I got given the first one when I went in for, to have my appendix removed, and it was given to me by my nan's neighbour. <laughs> in the in a flap, it says, "Good luck with your first op, love, Auntie Jane." Mm-hmm. Auntie Jane. When I was fourteen, and I'm. It's 20 years later and I'm still talking about them. I just love them. Yeah. I, just, I cannot wait until I can do chapter books to my son. Yeah. Because they've got line drawings in. I feel like I'm, mm. it's getting close. I could probably do it yeah. soon. I just don't want him to touch the books because they're old. And I yeah. don't want him to break them. <laughs> so I'd have to buy him his own copies. Yeah, I think I've got the original covers for the first three or four of the Atmospheres. Oh, yeah, I um, wish I still had mine. Mm-hmm. I might have to, like, go to... a a library and still done <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear that no I'm sure I could get my eBay I mean you when you text me that you realised that the, they were all in my Audible account and you were like why didn't you tell me I'm fairly confident I did see them before but my brain is mush isn't it yeah <laughs> you're like why did I know this I had all of them I re-listened I didn't listen to the end one properly though so I don't, still don't really understand how it ended I need to like do I've that. not not sleeping. read them since 
when I was a teenager. Like when I got They're more still really enjoyable. There was another series and it's bothered me forever because I was so into it and I cannot remember what it was mm. called. I can't remember any of the names to do with it. Yep. I remember vividly what the series yeah, was. Yeah, I have one like that. There was like 20 books. I even got... I reserved them and other libraries sent them to my mm. local library so I could finish the whole series. I wish I knew what it was because I would love to reread them. It was about this teenager in New York who had had experiments run on her and she had escaped like the compound and now she had no fear which meant that she had no limit on what she could do like she could Mm. run really fast she could fight really far really hard you know she had no fear which meant she had no restrictions and she used to go to the central park and uh, like take down predators and perverts and stuff and no it wonder really you liked good. it yeah there was like other there was other stuff but yeah she was just brilliant see i have and she was always on the run from the people that created her i had this series it was like a bunch of it was a teen drama it is just purely teen drama it's not even really like fantasy it's not fantasy mm. it was and it was like they were in jersey like New like the you know the island outside New York what, is that Jersey? Have I just said that? Yeah, yeah. I, think I just doubted right. myself. Yeah. New Jersey, Jersey. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. uh, they lived on the island, and there were a bunch of teenagers going to high school, and they all had their various teenage problems, and like each book book focused on each person. That was like one character who used to like hold cigarettes but not smoke them, like that pure like tacky trope. It was so cheesy. There was a blind character. Was there a deaf character? I can't remember. Because I feel like this was a series I read as and well. And I really liked and was, them, and I cannot for the life of me remember the name of it. Were there twins in it? I have such vague memories of it, but I really enjoyed them. And I remember there was two characters that were dating, and then they broke up. And yeah, they, yeah, yeah. And one of the characters was called Benjamin. <gasps> yes! Or was he the blind one? I read this series yeah. as well, yes. Yeah, you know the, um, one, the one who... who Smoke, held cigarettes, been smoked. Yes, yes, Turned out yeah. she'd been like molested when she was younger. That one. I will that find series. this out. Yeah, can you find it for yeah. me? Because it has bugged me. I just don't remember. I'm not I... going to reread them, but it bugs me. <laughs> There's a booktuber I follow, and she does this series where she reads her favourite books from different grades. Yeah. And she recently read one of the books from this series. Ooh, so I will hey, go back and you. find out what it was called. Thank yeah. you. Because yeah. when she was talking about it, I was like, yeah, I read all yeah. of them, but I have no memory of the name or the characters' names, really. Yeah. 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 Oh, we remember I was that. hoping. That's I was cool. hoping. Because <laughs> when you were saying there's like one I can't remember the name of, I was like, is it the one? Is it the one? Is it the one? <laughs> no, I was going to mention that as well. So I'm glad yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Oh. Um, so, yeah. tell us what books shaped your teenage life. Was it any of the ones we mentioned? Anything different? Mm-hmm. Let us know yeah. in Instagram comments. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Well, you can. We have an email address as well. That's oh yeah, fine. just chat places. There's loads of ways to get in touch. <laughs> Follow us on the, all the things. Do a review. I love you deeply. Are we gonna keep doing the new sign off? Love you as a friend. <laughs> love you as a friend. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>